Hi everyone, I'm Scott and I want to welcome you to the first episode of my podcast, Scott's Great Chat. To start things off, my little brother Damien is going to ask me some questions about what this series is going to be about. You'll also get to hear from Koshi, Mark Breda, Lynn McGranger and Andrew Denton, who had a chat with me at Telethon this year. It's Scott's Great Chat. It's a chat that's great. It's Scott's Great Chat. Moving from primary school to high school, we'll chat about it all on Scott's Great Chat. So, over to you, Damien. So, my first question is, why are you doing this podcast? Well, I found the transition from primary school to high school really hard. I was completely unprepared. But after talking to my friend, he gave me a tip and I found it really useful. And I thought, oh, everyone should know about this tip. And so I thought, how can I sort of spread tips from people that have already gone through high school? And I'd been listening to a good podcast at the time, so it sort of popped into my head. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll do a podcast. What are you hoping to get out of it? Well. I'm hoping that kids will feel more prepared and not feel alone, as I felt, Um, because they'll have a good sense of what's coming for them and they'll have time to be prepared. How did you feel at the end of primary school about moving to high school? Well, I was actually kind of nervous because all of my friends were going to a different high school uh, than me, and yeah, as I said before, I felt quite alone, and yeah, it was, it may, it was quite a nervous feeling. Can you remember what the first day felt like? I'm going to sound like an old person here. That's a long time ago. Well, it feels like that anyway. Um... The only thing I really remember is getting lost quite a lot of times because the high school that I go to is very big and we actually had to have these maps that we took around with us to work out where we needed to go and I often had the map the wrong way around or didn't understand it and things were in places that I didn't expect. So, yeah, I got lost a few times. Was it what you expected when you got there? Um, well, I mean, I was expecting a massive pile of homework on my desk, papers just stacked up about um, the height of my head when I was sitting on a chair, but um, it wasn't like that at first, because on the first day I was quite surprised, I was like, yes, there's no homework, but then as we went on, I realised that there was a lot of homework, and we were just lucky on the first day. Um, yeah, I've also... Um, it was what I thought, I was quite alone at first, uh, because I didn't really have any friends, but then I got some friends over time, and yeah, it's living up to be what I expected, lots of homework. So you were feeling quite alone, so how did you make friends? Well, I was sort of sitting by myself to begin with, and I was actually quite happy with that at first, but then, yeah, I got kind of bored, and, um... This group of people sort of came over to me and asked if I wanted to sit with them. And so I said, uh, yeah. 
Sure, and uh, that's how I got my first friends. What did you like about high school that was different from primary school? Um, MacBooks? Yeah, well, that was quite a good difference. I, um, the school I go to, um, we have to have MacBooks, so I've always been a big Apple supporter and I was very excited when I got to have my own MacBook Air. Um, yeah, because we, although in year six we did get MacBooks, um, but they were sort of shared throughout the three classes and so you always had to run to try and get them. Um, so yeah, that's good that, um, you get your own personal computer. Um, there are some cool extracurricular subjects in high school. So things like woodwork, uh, we got to do, um, food as well, um, music and drama, they were really good. Um, we do get to do metalwork, but that's going to be when I'm in year nine, so next year actually. MacBooks seem really cool. What did you find hard about high school? Homework. Uh, my primary school was a no homework primary school, so it was uh, really a shock when I realised the amount of homework that I had to do. Uh, study was a big annoyance. Organisation, that I found that really hard. Um, also remembering teachers' names and classrooms. And, yeah, the high school that I go to, we not only have a timetable where you basically have different periods, so different sections of the day where you do different stuff in different classrooms with different teachers, but for one of the days, our timetable, actually, I think in year seven, two of the days, the timetable was rolling, so that means we had different subjects at different times throughout the weeks, which was quite annoying because I'd sort of remember it for one week, then it would get to the next, and then I forgot in the first week what it was, and it was quite confusing. What helped you in your first year? Definitely the support from my parents and also teachers and staff, but also the students I think were really helpful. Um, because we're all sort of in the same boat and we helped each other out. I do wish that there was a podcast like this, though. But, yeah, what also helped me greatly was the fact, like, talking to my friend, uh, who had finished high school a long time ago and he was sort of thinking back with any advice he could give to me. And, yeah, that sort of sparked the idea of this whole podcast. So, I'm very thankful for that. Can you tell everyone what you do for Telethon? So basically for Telethon, I walk long distances to raise money. So when I was four, I decided I really wanted to do something to help sick kids and babies. And the hardest thing I could think of to do was to walk the 25 kilometers from my farm to the nearest town. And, um... 
I really enjoyed the feeling of helping people. And so, yeah, I did the 25 kilometers again when I was 5 and 6, 41 kilometers when I was 7, and full 42.195 kilometer marathons when I was 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and this year at 13. I've also walked two 50km treadmill challenges and 82km hike in Canada. Oh, sorry. Three 50km treadmill challenges. I've written and illustrated a book about helping others in my walking journey. And I also do motivational speeches for uh, people. In total, I've raised $174,000 for Telethon, and I am also now the host of a podcast. So, that's pretty exciting. Is there anything your walk has taught you that helped you in life or high school? Um, So, it's definitely taught me generosity, which is a really big thing. Um, And to look out for people, which is a really big one. Um, Especially those who need especially those who need the help. Uh, But even people who don't, it's good to just give them a hand sometimes. Um, And also, find your person to talk to if you're not feeling great about things, because uh, during my, well, before my first treadmill challenge, I got really upset because I thought that I wasn't going to make it. And after talking to mum, she made a card for me, and that really helped me to be more positive about it all and I ended up completing the challenge and yeah the challenge taught me that you need to find your person to talk to when you're not feeling great about things Um, and it's also very important to have your person to talk to in high school because there are so many challenges that you need to overcome Um, so yeah don't forget that find your person to talk to you just had your treadmill challenge. I did. I walked 50 kilometres um, on the Saturday and 30 kilometres on the Sunday of the telethon weekend. I had some friends join me and answer some questions. So first up we'll have uh, Koshi and Mark Beretta from Sunrise. And then for the second clip we'll have Lynn McGranger from Home and Away. And also Andrew Denton who interviewed me on his show Interview. So it was... Nice to sort of turn the tables and interview him. Uh, Also, just quickly, sorry if the audio isn't that great. It was filmed in the kids' carnival when I was on my treadmill, so there was music blaring, uh, people screaming in delight, um, also yelling and talking. Um, But yeah, here's what they had to say. Alright, so, um, why do you come to Telethon and what's your favourite part about it? Wow, Uh, we come to Telethon because we believe in the cause and the great work that it does to help children, particularly in Western Australia, but also the research they do helps kids around Australia and around the world. So we really love coming to support that and it's a great event. Everyone's having a good time, there's amazing people like you doing your bit to help everyone as well. So we like to come along and do our little bit. And my favourite bit is this afternoon going to the hospital to see all the kids who are still in there and their parents and also to hear from all the researchers of where the money goes because did you know that they're about to discover they're that close from discovering a single flu vaccine they'll be able to give to babies 
and it will um, shield them from the flu for their entire life. That's amazing, all because of the money that Telethon raises. It's incredible. Alright, um, second question. So, can I just point out, you are interviewing us while you are walking on the treadmill, and Kosh and I are just standing here, and we're probably puffing more than you are. Um, uh, after the, like, have you ever had a moment where you've been more tired than after the telethon weekend? Uh, not many, I reckon. Um, telethon, we do throw a fair effort into this. It's a big night tonight. We've got Kosh and I've got a singing routine to do tonight, so that'll keep you motivated, Scott, for tomorrow. Make sure you tune in. Uh, are you as tired as when you finish the tour de cure? I'd be pretty close. Because yep. I think Telethon, we give it everything. Yep. You know, we don't hold anything back. We're not leaving anything in the tank. We're just going 100%. Like you. You do it, we do it. Yep. One team, one dream. <laughs> That's very motivational, Britt. Do you find it motivating? You've just quickened your pace up here because of that motivational uh, speech there. Perfect. Actually, so I think I've got my finger on your fast button. Sorry. <laughs> and what, what does this button do? Whoa! You're off. No. That's it. <laughs> and um, the third question, um, because my podcast is all about kids moving from primary school to high school and the troubles that comes with it um, and also the good things. Uh, have you got any stories or experiences about the transition from primary school to high school? Um, my, my eldest granddaughter is doing that right now. She's in year six, about to go to high school, and she's a bit nervous about it. And I, I said to her, it is just keeping a good group of friends around you and building a relationship with your teachers is really important. And, and I think, you know, make a bit of effort to, to, to make friends and you be the one who says hello and reaches out to people and treat people how you want to be treated. You know, be nice to people, make friends, um, give them the benefit, you know, say hello and quite often you give that out and you get that back. So that might be the best advice. Thanks. So um, what makes you come to Telethon? Uh, well, because I get to meet people like Andrew Denton. <laughs> No, um, no, I do. <laughs> I mean, uh, look, I come here because uh, I feel like it's part of my life now. Um, every October goes in the diary, and it's just great to do something worthwhile because I'm in a pretty silly business. I pretend to be someone else for a living, and not necessarily all that well sometimes. Um, and it's just nice to be able to put your hand up and do something for people less fortunate and to bring a bit of sunshine into people's lives. Or gloomy clouds, depending on whether you like me or not. <laughs> I now, have an even weirder way of making a living. I'm actually myself for a living. Yeah, it's, it's not working very well. <laughs> I like coming here because it's it's actually the best community event in Australia. There's nothing like this anywhere in Australia. And the, the way the Western Australian community, top to bottom, gets behind this. I mean, you're an example, Scott. But there's people big and small get involved in this in whatever way they can. There's really nothing like it. And it's very special. It's very yeah. emotional, I find. Absolutely. What's your favourite part about Telethon? I like actually going into the phone room and you get this amazing range of phone calls. So uh, yesterday I spoke to a girl who's 11 and she's given all her pocket money. I remember last year I spoke to a man who was 
at the other end of his life. He was, uh, you know, in the last few weeks of his life, and he gave money. And I thought that was actually a beautiful thing that somebody that was close to the end of his life was giving money to young kids who are at the start of theirs. That's lovely. Um, I, I think for me, I, I definitely agree with with Andrew regarding the phone room and the different people that you meet. But I think for me, it's going to the kids' hospital. Yesterday, I was in the oncology ward, and that you know that's pretty full on, and there's. Uh, mums and dads there and grandmas and grandpas who are just every day is just this nightmare that, that they're caught up. It's a bit like, you know, walking on a treadmill that has no end and you, well, you don't want it to end, obviously, and you, well, you want it to end well. Being able to go there and, and bring a smile to people's faces and just, um, I suppose, being at the cold face in a way is very, whilst it's uh, confronting and daunting and... and you get a bit teary. It's also a great, you know, it's a great thing to do, um, and that's why we're here. That's the whole reason we're here, isn't it? Yeah. To to uh, you know find cures and uh, make the kids better. Yeah. So one day we don't have to do this. And you know, uh, Jonathan Carapetis, who runs the uh, Kids Telethon Institute, they what they're talking about now is trying to find a cure for the flu, like one shot that a baby can have, which lasts them their entire childhood. Because there have been a number of uh, deaths from flu just from little kids in Western Australia this year. Scary. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a moment in your life where you've been more tired than after the telethon weekend? <laughs> yes, but I can't talk about those moments, oh, yes. Scott. <laughs> um, I have, and it was called childbirth. Um, 34 hours of labour. I, I won't go into the gory details. No. But the thing is, childbirth is a lot like telethon because after telethon, you go, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. I'm, I don't think I can ever do that again. Yeah. And there you go, 12 months later, going, forgotten all about it. Oh, yes, this is a good idea. That's right. I'll go and do it again and be exhausted. I, even I was exhausted after Lynn's labour. Uh, <laughs> but the truth is... He was a very naughty baby. <laughs> I know. The truth is, it is tiring, but again, just going back to what Lynn was talking about, when you look at uh, what families are going through, it really doesn't, our tiredness is, you know, we're very pampered people, Scott. Yes. I mean, even now, I'm, uh, as I'm speaking to you, as you know, uh, I'm getting oxygen sprayed on me by a team of retainers. I'm, it's being I'm, held up and massaged. Yeah, I'm wearing an ermine robe and I'm being uh, fed chocolate intravenously. So that's the life I live. Whereas you have to walk on a treadmill for hours and hours and hours. Our helicopters are parked outside. That's right, yes. Our chariots. Um, last question. Um, I'm surprised you can walk and think at the same time. I'm just saying this. <laughs> have, um, um, oh, yeah, that's um, have you got any tips, um, advice or stories you want to give about when you moved from primary school to high school? Oh, that's a really good question. That's a very good question. It's going to be advice and information for that transition period from year six to year seven. Like yeah. Primary school to high school, which is what he did last year, but he found it quite difficult and there was a lot of stuff he didn't know. He was like, if, if I knew this, it would have been so much easier. So we thought, well, I'll do a podcast. That way kids are coming through. Hopefully it might help them. Um, That's so, a great yeah. question. Um, thinking back, I reckon pretty much everyone, when they move from primary school to high school, they feel like, uh-oh, I shouldn't be here. Uh, everybody's bigger or better or, or smarter or something than me. 
And I think it's really sm- helps to keep in mind that even though it, other people may look more confident than you or may seem to have it together, that everybody's kind of equally nervous. Yeah. So if you can, when you're feeling a bit like, oh, I'm not going to make it here or I don't belong, just remember that everybody's really, probably yes. feeling the same way. Yeah. And Absolutely. just go a bit easy on yourself rather than coming home and going, ah. Yeah. I mean, gosh, uh, when I was at high school, we were still using chisels and yeah. rocks. Um, but yeah, the earth was young yeah. when we went to <laughs> yes. high school. Um, I, I think I agree with Andrew, and I also think now looking back at how I was and how I behaved, there's this desperate need to belong. But I think if you remember that your vibe attracts your tribe and you just kind of be yourself, try and be yourself, be kind, because everyone's experiencing the same thing. And yeah, just be yourself. Try not to impress and try not to hang with the cool kids because chances are the cool kids aren't going to be the kids that are the happiest. Actually, I'm a big fan of dagginess. I, think oh, I love I, dagging. L- let your dag flag fly, <laughs> I reckon. I love it. Yeah. I love that. Oh, thank you so much. You're thank very you. welcome. Thanks, That's great. Thanks to Koshi, Mark, Lynn and Andrew for that great advice. Thank you so much for interviewing me, Damien. Uh, I've got a few questions to ask you, though. Um, what are you thinking about moving to high school? What do you think it's going to be like? What do you think? Like, how do you think it's going to be different from high uh, primary school? I think it's going to be a lot harder and a lot more annoying with all the homework I'm going to have to do, which means I have less time to do what I want at home. What do you think you'll like or dislike about high school? I think I like doing sport and having a math book. Mm. But I'll definitely dislike um the extra homework. Well, the homework, because I don't have any homework. Do you think it's a disadvantage from coming from a primary school that doesn't have homework? Because I feel like because I came from the same primary school, I suddenly found that it was quite a disadvantage. Although, might I say... Uh, just to any teachers that are listening, I don't get the point of homework because I think personally that work should be done at school and home time's the time for relaxation and calming down after six hours of school. So just just stating that point. Well, um, I also think homework shouldn't be time to doing. Mm. Well, home shouldn't be a time to be doing homework. It should be doing stuff you like and um, I think it is a disadvantage because I won't be ready for it although my mum still makes me do homework some days. Yeah he um he's got these sort of exercise books that he has to go through all of these different things because I suffered the fate and he's taking the tip that I left behind. I just want to quickly state that not all homework is actually bad. Some of it is quite enjoyable. I repeat, some of it. Um, But also in high school, there will be things like assignments and tests that you have to finish. So it won't just be in school that you'll have to do all of these assignments and projects. You'll be sent home with them and you also have 
uh, a certain amount of time to work on them as well at home. And yeah, so the first time I got a take-home assignment, I was like, oh, well, eh, tomorrow. Then it went to tomorrow. Eh, tomorrow. And uh, no matter how much my mum tried to get me to do it, I sort of just wanted to leave it. Um, eventually I had to do it, but it was very close to the due date, and it was a very close call. So... <laughs> Time management is a big thing in high school. But, yeah, just again, Damien, thank you for asking me these questions. And I can't wait to see you go to high school. <laughs> You'll suffer the same fate as me. Well, you're welcome for being on. Alright, guys, thanks for joining me for my first podcast episode. I hope you have a good transition from primary school to high school. Make sure you check into other podcast episodes. We'll be talking about things like public transport, study, homework, all that crazy kind of stuff that comes with high school. Can't wait to chat with you guys in the next episode. Bye. It's Scott's Great Chat. It's a chat that's great. It's Scott's Great Chat. Moving from primary school to high school, we'll chat about it all. I'm Scott's Great Chat. Music by Damien DJ G. Garini.